Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I am your host, Tyler. And I am your apologetic co-host, Till. RWD is our podcast where we argue, debate, and apologize into the void. Ah, I'm so sorry. About the various aspects of D&D 5th edition, feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. What are you sorry for? I'm sorry. I, I owe an apology for not understanding social media and how it works. What'd you do? I learned, and I, I mentioned this, but did I, you put I, a I, dick pic on our Instagram? No, you did, didn't you? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, but I learned that apparently you can communicate via Instagram. There are there's a messaging feature. There's DMs. I I did not know this. You didn't know that. Um. So, uh, John Cunningham two four one. I apologize to you. How long? We're taking uh three months to <laughs> respond uh to your inquiry. Uh, yeah. Two months. Two months. I guess. Yeah, Instagram um, has a DM feature just like but, every single other social media platform. But yes, uh, we, uh, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's on brand for us. Yep. Nope. Math checks out. Math checks out. Um, so there you go. Make sure to follow us at rdbd underscore podcast on Instagram. There's memes there. I will respond now that I know what I'm looking for. Now Till has learned how the internet works. In the great word, or in the words of the great Bo Burnham, welcome to the internet. Did you watch Bo Burnham's special? No. No, you should. You'd probably really enjoy it. So I don't like him, but everyone's telling me I need to watch his shit. Wow. So. You wait. You haven't watched it. You don't like him? Huh? I watched old things, but I've not watched the new. Thing. Like, did you watch like I can't what, what I or watched. words, 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 I, I, or make happy? I can't tell you, dude. I don't know. Then you haven't you tried. Annoyed the fuck out of me. Go watch what? It's okay. on Netflix. Yes, uh, you're not. You're not the first person to tell me these things. I'll check it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you're doing yourself a grave disservice by yeah, not sure. having of enjoyed course. it. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, here we are on day 666 of our grand adventure. You know that is very close, actually. <laughs> uh. We are nearing the end of this season, and we've reached the end of our journey through the adventures of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. That we're going to do. Yes, because we've either we talked... already talked about Icewind Dale, and we're not talking about any of the side little little one-shot adventure Correct. things. And fuck Rick and Morty. No one yeah. cares. Yeah, we're not doing the Stranger Fiction thing one. Um, right. we've, we've, hit, we've been on the main road. We followed it to the end. Yep. And hell... Yeah, man, I think it. this is the right way to conclude with this adventure. 100%. 100%. So our last summary here will be the descent into Baldur's Gate, colon, descent into Avernus. Because you start in one place and then you go to the other place. And I got to tell you, from the very tip top to the taint here, this is, a, this is an adventure. This is. Like levels 1 to 13 in five chapters, that takes some doing. This is the story of a girl. You know, it's, and so wow. I mean, we we'll get to it eventually, but honestly, uh, I think the only part of this adventure that would be—I don't want to say a letdown. I don't know what the right word is, um, but it's the fact that there's so much devil role play in this game, and devils are these. Just, just 
intelligent, sociopathic, evil creatures. And we as humans are at best two of those things at any given time. So trying to be a DM and RP it appropriately, I feel like you don't get, like I want the actual devil to RP this entire thing for me. You really need like to practice in advance and write out contracts in advance and yes. prep deals in advance. It, there's notes about RPing a devil in here. They are not sufficient. You have to look at... There's other notes and other adventures about role-playing devils. You should be two steps ahead of the players, which in theory you are as the DM, but capitalizing on that information to make deals big and small that mm-hmm. benefit you and yes. not the players. There's one line in here. I don't remember what chapter it's in, but it simply says, devils don't do good things. Anything they do is for a bad reason. Yeah. So... That's the hardest thing I think to keep in mind is as the DM, you want the players to enjoy themselves. You want them to get through the adventure and experience everything. But if they're dealing with the devil, the devil shouldn't be helping them for no reason. Well, yeah, just because you might find a devil that achieves the ends you wish to achieve, but not, you know, out of the goodness of their heart or for their altruistic motives. Yeah. You might have a same shared goal with said fiend but they want something from you or yes. from someone else, which is the case through 99% of this fucking adventure, right? 99% of this adventure is a goddamn fetch quest. Yep. It, it just is, which is actually fine. It's totally yeah. fine for once. Yeah. This is not a video game where the fetch quest is like, oh, God, that's the adventure. D&D, D&D is a fetch quest, frankly. And, you know, some of the fetch quests are great. They right? are. So you start... I need- I need to get a vial of this blood oh, to get yeah. a gallon of this blood so this person can drink it up so that I can get this thing. It's great. I get the location of this thing that I need to take to this person. Yeah. yeah. So we start in Baldur's Gate, ye old city, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the on the Sword Coast. I think it's on the Sword Coast. Yes. It's, it's fallen into chaos because their leader chaos. is gone. Their leader is gone because their leader was going on a peaceful mission to... Elter, what's the city? Elder, Elteron? What's it called? The city... Elterel. Elterel. Yes. It, which is part of Elterun, the empire, which can get confusing. Elterel... Or, isn't it part of Eltergard? El, Eltergard. Eltergard. Okay. Uh, so the leader of Baldur's Gate was going to... Uh, Grand Duke Grand Ulder Duke. Rav- Ravengard left Baldur's Gates to go to Elterel. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure like, that? Older Ravengard? Older Ravengard. I know. I was just trying to like make a bunch of vowels. Uh, to go make peace, little did he know that there was a time bomb in El Terrell. The, the, the item we've described previously, I think from... I forget what adventure. Um, uh, maybe Prince of the Apocalypse. There's a big ball star floating over El Terrell. Oh, no. We didn't really ever talk about We this. mentioned it. In another adventure summary, okay, the ball because it like repels undead, but it's it's timed to basically flip and go evil, right? When conveniently, when the Baldur's Gate leader gets there, and that's the whole adventure. Um, that I mean, not immediately, but like it flips and sucks Elturel into hell. It just like leaves a crater behind, right? So that has happened. That happens essentially before the so, adventure starts. 
I don't remember it actually having like an. I don't remember it being an item. I, I thought the companion was just a thing in a uh, an a uh, solar in a ball. It's a giant like star floating over the city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I got that. Yeah. But I'm. I thought it was a creature inside, not an actual item. I'm pretty sure. It's I a never creature. said it was an item. You just it, said yeah, it's an it's item just, that we talked about in a previous. Yeah, thing. the the ball we've talked about before. There is a oh. creature inside of the ball, but I no one you don't know that the players don't know that. No I one knows really, that for most of the adventure. Okay, good. We talked about another adventure. I swear to God, someone okay. someone confirmed that for me. I believe you. Uh, only briefly. So that has happened, right? That has happened somewhere else. But your players start in Baldur's Gate, and it's just madness because the, the you know the Duke is gone, right? And they get. They get roped up and like going killing some cultists. Well, yeah. So the the Flaming Fist is the only organization of law, whether they're doing a good job or a bad job. They're the only lawful organization really left in the city, trying to maintain some sort of order. Are they though? They are. Are they though? They are. So you get that's part of the thing is that uh, they want you to take care of these evil cultists that are literally just murdering people left and right. Yeah, there's a lot of murder happening in Baldur's Gate. Apparently, that's normal, but this is just this is too much murder. Yeah, this is like in broad daylight. We are stabbing people. Yes, and it's a it's a cult following uh, Bane. And now, okay, so it's Bane and Mirakul. But the last one is it Ball? Is it Bale? Is it Bahal or Bahale? I've heard it many different ways. I've always said Bale. I've always said Bale because when it's B A A L without the H, that makes more sense to me. Well, this is B-H-A-L. Right, but I've, I've always said Baal. I've always said Baal. Because it's short for the actual biblical demon Baalzebul, I think. It's sure. the shorthand equivalent of that. I've not read the Bible yet, so I can't tell you. Because all, all those big demon names are always stolen from the Bible, like Mephistopheles and Baalzebul and those things. Those are all taken from biblical you know, mm-hmm. origins. Or I should say Abrahamic origins, not necessarily biblical origins. Um, but yeah, so you get drafted into killing some fucking cultists. Uh, which is, it's just a starter quest. It's not super important because you just, you kind of happen to run into the adventure from yes. there. Yeah, so pretty much the only thing that you really get from your investigation into the Dead 3 cult is that it's being financed by somebody that is somewhat important. Thalamra? Thal- 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 is that is that Thalamra? There's so many Vanthampur. names in this. Thalamra Vanthampur. <laughs> Yes. Uh, who is one of the remaining dukes that presides over the city while, you know, shit's going down. Um, I think my favorite part about it is that they are using money from Tiamat's <laughs> yeah, hoard yeah. while Tiamat's stuck in the Nine Hells to pay for everything. And if I'm not mistaken, her motivation is to have happened to Baldur's Gate what happened to Elturel. Exactly. Um, Va- Van Tampur, which you'll find out eventually, is in cahoots with Zario. Cahoots. The fallen solar turned archdevil who rules the first layer of hell. Yes. And that's kind of the the bad guy in the whole adventure, right? Oh, yeah. There's a Billie Eilish um, for that. Yes. Um, So, essentially, what Thalamra... What the Duke... What the evil Duke needs to accomplish this goal is to get a shield that is hidden somewhere in the city called the shield of the hidden lord now tyler what do you think the shield of the hidden lord is all about 
hiding lords, perhaps? Perhaps. perhaps I had to guess. Perhaps the shield has a lord already inside of it. Uh, of a certain nature, yes. Yes. It was originally yes. a pretty happy celestial shield. Yes, but imprisoned inside of it is currently a pit fiend. That has corrupted it over time. Yes, named Gargoth. That's probably one of the easier names to say about yes. this whole fucking thing. And in all fairness, as this goes on, Gargoth's not the worst thing. He kind of helps you a little. Yeah, frankly, you do encounter demons and devils who aren't the worst, yeah. right? The you lesser evils, so to speak. Asshole, but I feel like him just trying to get out, he, he'll do whatever to get out. He's been inside of it for so long. Natch, right? Of course, yeah. that's, what, that's what he wants. Exactly. Uh, so from there, you have to try to get the so shield. You get the shield. You then will take it to uh, Candlekeep uh, to get some information on it. Because you get a feeling it's not a good thing. Um, uh, correct. Which will take you to uh, Silvira Savikis. A tiefling expert on the Nine Hells. Yes, and from there you learn about the potential fate looming over Baldur's Gate. Yes. Um, and more or less have to go into hell to get Duke Ravenguard back? Uh, a lot of things got to happen, but um, <laughs> yeah, so you also get at some point, I don't remember where exactly, but you get uh, an infernal puzzle box that they believe holds a copy of the contract between that's uh, right, the that's person right, that's that right. doomed Eltrail, whose name is Thavius. Uh, you might have met him at this point as uh, he He's in is prison a sneaky little fucker. Um, if you kill him, he comes back as a super de- devil in uh, Zariel's uh, prison chamber, which is kind of cool. But yes, you learn from the tiefling and the puzzle box that to save Elturel, you have to go in Baldur's Gate. You have to go into hell. And she gives you a f- tiny flying elephant. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe it. It is called a holophant. Holophant. Um, now, she doesn't give it to you. No, she holophant's just there. Lulu. Well, Lulu the so, so, Silvira sends you to Traxagor, the wizard, who has a plane shift spell that can get you to Eltrell, and at that tower, you meet the Hollyphant named Lulu. Lulu, with a short, a, a big gaps in her memory. Yeah, yeah, doesn't really remember much of anything. But literally um, is a tiny flying elephant. Yeah, a tiny flying elephant. Which cool. is fine. Totally Very fine. powerful tiny flying elephant. Incredibly. Um, but, details aside, you get bamfed into hell through the, by the wizard... Yes, yeah, so you get sent to Elturel, which is currently tethered to the River Styx. Right above it. It's floating right yeah. above it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's getting pulled into it slowly but surely. Which is super cool, and it's apparently a thing that has happened to many cities throughout the multiverse. Apparently, and I did not know that before I read this. Because there's, you can see either other cities that have fallen in or like the chains of other cities that have escaped. This is just like a thing, apparently, that happens. My question is... How does one person get to decide the fate of a town like that? You are... Well, you know, if we read the backstory, if you find out in the adventure, Zariel just wanted an excuse to hurt everyone in El Terrell. Yeah. So it didn't oh, really... waiting like 100 years to do this. It didn't really matter. It was just an excuse. Like, perfect, But, but great. how did this one guy, the, the guy that made the deal, Thavius, how did he have the power to make the deal that you could take the town after you... Well, he's the, the lord of the town. So I thought he was just a priest at the time. No, he's the lord of the of the of Elturel. I thought 
in the backstory, everyone had gotten killed and he was the last guy, like he was just a priest that kind of like presided over the town after the vampire lord that took over the town had kind of killed everyone else. Yeah, but he, he was the last person and essentially in as part of his deal to expel undead, it's like I I he's in charge. Basically he had the yes. fate of the city in his hands. And the, the city wasn't what it was, right? It was just a city in ruin. So who fucking cares? It became it became a big important city in time mm-hmm. because of its fancy glowing ball. The fancy glowing ball. So, you know, what's what's, what's the time? I don't know. We can't possibly do the detailed in-depth yeah, dive we, we, here. Yeah, so um we will get we'll get through. We'll try. Of, I think, but essentially it, it, it speeds up kind of. It does. You arrive in hell, you're in the city, demons are literally trying to climb up the chains. I'm sorry. Devils are trying to climb up the chains to enter the city to kill people. However, at the same time, demons are invading via the river sticks and yes. distracting the devils. Yeah, so the first layer of hell used to be a very beautiful, lush paradise that Asmodeus created to lure mortals into yep. hell. Yep. But then demons started invading, blood war started happening, it became the front lines, and now it's just a barren wasteland, a la Mad Max Fury Road. Which, yeah, it's literally like built on bones, you know? It is just bones and red dirt and blood and warlords and hell machines. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, it's, it's so much fun. And the things, the tortures that are described that are happening to creatures in this plane are yeah. fantastic. Yeah. There's there's various and sundry punishments being enacted out, which really make it feel like some version of hell. Yeah. Right? Um, there was one that's a vampire just impronged on an iron tree. My One just of my favorites was the, um, the hag that's just being waterboarded. Ah. Very good. Via a crane. <laughs> <laughs> they have cranes in hell. So you spend uh, chapter three scouring Avernus. Uh, the more time that you spend there, a couple things happen. Lulu begins to rem- remember things, uh, specifically regarding the sword of Zariel, which is a very powerful weapon, very important uh, to destroying you know, the companion or freeing Elrael, however you say it. Elturel. Elturel. Yeah. Um, or redeeming Zariel, the angel. Yes, um, and uh, there's there's a couple of great just story elements in chapter three, um, but by far my favorite is the like just again Mad Maxian envoy that encircles and protects the lovely town almost Fort Knucklebone. Uh, Huh? Fort Knucklebone? No, no. The one um I don't it doesn't actually have a title because it might or might not come up. Um um um, um I the can't little remember. shops you the can wandering visit? emporium. Yes. It does it's very important if you take a certain path. Yes, yes, but the wandering emporium has so many great things. It's run by Ma- Mahadi the Rakshasa, who just appears like a normal human lord, merchant lord. Um and he's just like, he, he hopes everyone has a good time as long as you fucking pay your bill. And the bill is your soul. The bill, it, no, no, the bill is your soul After only level 17. if you don't pay your actual bill. There's just, there's actual prices for things, but if you don't pay, then your soul is forfeit. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to, there, the Wandering Emporium. Okay. He wants, 
Uh, I'm trying to go to the. I'm trying to scroll down to the the deals, right? Yeah. So so he's making deals. So this part is if you are willing and you meet if you take the path of the devil in chapter three, that leads you to uh, somebody that the critical role community is very familiar with, Archon the Cruel, uh, played yes. by Joe Manganiello, uh, who has the hand of Vecna. This is important because Mahadi and Asmodeus especially are very interested in getting that shit. And so they will pay a great price to get that. And uh, that's under, that's what you can get under Mahadi's deals. Mahadi has lots of things that are valuable. Yes. Um, but again, only a certain path requires you to go there. However, it's recommended that you just drop this place in if your players need a rest. Yes, it can go. At, it, it's movable. It, again, a, a bunch of infernal machines encompass it in a U-shape to protect it. But yeah, there's uh, there's all kinds of wonderful businesses. Uh, there's the Infernal Rapture, which is like a restaurant. There's the Fire Snake Forge, which is run by a bunch of salamanders. There's my favorite, Bernie the Barber, which is run by an ancient copper dragon spy in disguise. <laughs> There's so many people in disguise in this adventure. So um, many fucking people in disguise. There's uh, from here to Avernus, which is a, a like a fleet delivery service. Um, there's Icker's Away, which buys and sells Demon Icker. <laughs> which you can acquire a lot of. And then there's the Larva Farm, if you're looking to pick up some sort of demonic or fiendish uh, larva. Which, I don't know if you would want that, frankly. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know, like, that's the one thing, is how to motivate your players, if they're, especially if they're not good players, right, to, like, go through this adventure. Because it's a lot, and it's heavy, and it's yes. it's all for, like, we're just we're saving a town like that's the motivation we're saving so. a town possibly thousands of people so ultimately chapter three goes one of two ways and you can't do both you either take the path of the demons and you essentially kill a lot of demons to make a deal with the demon who will help you free the city or you take the path of the devil and you do a bunch of deals that lead from one to the other to the next to get an audience with bell the former ruler of avernus and decide where to go from there and i gotta say the path of the devil is probably way more fun i well so the path of the demon is very hack and slash yes and path of the devil is very uh uh rp still fighting a lot of fighting but but you're, you're making deals and they're fun deals and you know it's a lot more of trying to think your way out of things or think how you can best get a deal over on somebody so the path of the uh, and any, all throughout this adventure, you're either RPing very heavily, or you're fighting very heavily. Mm -hmm. There's there's no in between, right? None. Even it's all the way up to the final battle, which is wave after wave after wave of my own man of things. Um, but the I hit the killbots kill limit. The another one of my favorite sort of tortures that are happening here is on the path of the demon. When you have to go to the mirror of Mephistar, mm -hmm. uh, you get to see an emissary of Mephistopheles, who is just a demon whose face is frozen in pain, like literal ice. And every time he wants to talk, he pours boiling water over his head to thaw his face out, will say some things, and his face freezes again. <laughs> and he has to repeat this whenever he wants to speak. It's like, what a, what a truly excellent 
truly, truly excellent torture. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, you're definitely at some point going to want to get an infernal machine to travel the land, um, because interestingly enough, uh, and I think they did this primarily to give DMs some flexibility. The distance between two points in hell is not fixed. Yes. So you may take, you know, it may take six miles to go from one point to the next one day, but it could take 60 miles to get back because it's ever changing. Yes. There are a lot of things that teleport you, though. Yes. That is ob- obviously, you know, hell is not for the faint of heart or for the weak of magic. So teleportation is quite keen there's a lot of teleportation but i would so let's let's kind of hit some points on both these paths the path of the demon um or path of demons rather it kind of importantly is where you gain a possible ally um and that is one of the hell riders right Mm -hmm. the people who used to who serve zariel now who served the angel in life as well and one of them um who's the death knight Olanthius? Yeah, I don't want to say Olanthius, but I think it's Olanthius. Olanthius was like, I think it was Olanthius. Yeah. I don't want to serve you, fallen angel. Kill myself. No, no. He didn't want to bow to Asmodeus, and so he killed himself and then was raised up as a death knight. Yeah. And Zeriel was like, nope, just kidding. You have to. You're with me now. Right. You could have left. You didn't. So So he's pissed, has to serve the angel, but will will aid the players if they if they you know get there in in either destroying or turning Zerio back mm-hmm. so it's an important potential ally amongst a bunch of other ghost ghosts actual ghosts um that you could kind of fight in here uh but the other one let's see the coach coach teach how do you even say that i want to see if there's a pronunciation on this particular page there's not. God damn it. <laughs> Kachdichi, maybe, is a, is a creature, a demon that you can free on this path. And that might help you in battle later. It's a demon lord who's very angry, who had a hammer that Zeriel stole, more or less. That's a summary, mm-hmm. right? Was defeated by Zeriel, took his hammer. And this guy wants it back real hard. And if you free him, we'll aid you in a battle later. And he basically is a squat hill giant that's super powerful. Let's see what challenge rating. Challenge rating 25. Mm-hmm. Yep. No big deal, right? Easy peasy. Was wielding easy. a war hammer forged by the frost giant god. How do you say that? Kost, Kostkichi? Sure. K-O-S-T-C-H-T-C-H-I-E. So that's one, I'm two, three, four, five, six, human seven. Names. seven consonants in a row in this particular name. So, uh, yeah. so big important part of people of the path of the devils, which is again, like you said, it's just instead of like fighting your way through things, is deal to make a deal to make a deal to make a deal to make a deal, and then going backwards through that list. Yes, to the exactly. beginning, exactly. So, uh, again, uh, if you're a huge critical role fan, you get to work with work with or for more importantly, um, Archon, and Archon's got a lot of cool people that hang out with him. Super cool. Uh, He's got an adult white dragon named Obatala, who's pretty cool. He's got Krull, the death cleric tur- turtle, um, which honestly, the design is pretty fucking The illustration badass. is sick. The um, Minotaur, what's the Minotaur's name? Uh, I was getting there. Uh, Torogar Steelfist. Nice. Um, 
And uh, essentially, all Archon's trying to do is learn the secret of the Hand of Vecna, which he stole while he was in Exandria, helping out some people that you might know. If you remember the end of season one of Critical Role. Um, and yeah, I mean that. So ultimately, your job with him is to get a vial of Tiamat's Blood, the Essence Obsession. And if you do that, you give it to a guy you worked with in the past, Uldrak, who splashes the vial onto the ground at his feet moments later his skin just falls off and grows back into his true form which is that of an empyrean a challenge 23 titan. uh just badass titan uh he laughs but he doesn't you know betray you and he gives you a gallon of his blood which he doesn't carry he's a fucking huge ass titan who you then take to a hag <laughs> to a hag who gulps it down and after gulping it down freeing herself from the pack that she was in Gets you a letter of introduction to Bell, who you can finally talk to about trying to fix some shit around here. So this is all after my one of my favorite locations in hell. Which one? The Demon Zapper. Oh my god. This is where I'm sorry, it's not a hag, it's the Dow, the genie. Um, that's where you start this whole thing. It's where you start all yeah. the deals. Is the demon zapper, which as you might guess based on the name, is a bug zapper for demons. There's literally a unicorn in a ball suspended yep. between these two things. I think they're metal. A unicorn named Mooncolor. Of Natch. And if a demon approaches these two pillars, a beam of radiance five feet wide zaps them. If they have 100 hit points or fewer, they're dead. If they have more than 100, they have to make a deck save, taking 4D, 4 zero. 40 D12s. Roughly 260 damage. On a failed save. So half of that, 130, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, literally, cool. the whole thing just lures demons in to I'm zap gonna roll them. that real fast. Just, bzz, there we go. Bzz, roll. Bzz, I got, no, I only got 229. Too bad. Oh, well, that's low, right? Yep, so you can destroy this structure freeing the unicorn, which would be good. But if you start attacking it, that's when the Dow shows up. Oh, yeah, three hundred and seventeen that time. This whole chain of events kind of unfolds, right? Yes. If you free me, yeah, I'll put you in touch with most somebody. Most likely, you're some kind of good person, and you want to free the, and you're the, trying to help out. Yeah. So this sets you up on the chain that you'd previously described, which ends in theory at Bell's Forge. Yes, where you know Bell's Forge, cool, whatever, devils, 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 blah. <laughs> But Bell's Bell's like the classic pit fiend death. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he is he he's he is a like as much as you would imagine it, pit fiend. Red, wings, horns, flaming sword, everything you'd expect. Sitting on the throne that flies. Sitting on the throne. But the coolest thing is that not far away is a most hideous captured Sibriax. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah. I forgot about that thing. Yes. Fuck that thing. Yes. And you have two options. You either interrogate the Sibriax with the Chain Devils and an Arcanoloth, uh, or you release it. There is no good option here. No, and frankly, that's probably the weakest section. That creature is disgusting, but yes. the, that's the weakest section because it doesn't intend to tell you a fucking thing. Nope. But it will. You can kind of like trick it into giving you a little bit of information, which is all you need. But if you fuck up and it starts warping you and you fail too many saves, you die and come back as an abyssal wretch under its control. Yes. It's 
what's let me hold on. Where's the Sibrex? I want to get its stats really good. I feel like it's challenge rating 18. Uh, challenge rating 18 is correct. Yes. Uh, it can only fly. It only flies very. Think of a giant fleshy beholder almost. It's really kind of gross, frankly. It squirts bile at you. It has just. It has legendary actions, right? It has legendary resistance and legendary action. You can spray bile. It warps a creature or it casts a spell. One of those spells could be Feeble Mind, which can do three times a day. And at will, at will, it has hold monster. Yeah, it's not. It's you're lucky. It's chained up, frankly. And if you're within thirty feet of it, it does fourteen points of damage every round. It's pretty gross. They've managed to squeeze some pretty gross shit in here. Yeah. So, uh, interrogating Sibrex and Bell's Forge uh, gets you the location of a very specific item: the nine adamantine rods. Correct. Uh, he, he tells you there's a, a down so. think... a down ship that has the rods, yeah. um, which Bell wants. Bell's like, "Hey man, I'll fucking tell you how to get to the sword if you get those rods for me." Mm-hmm. Right, classic devil's shit. Absolutely. So you, he doesn't expect you to succeed, but you head off do to do to do to this wrecked fort to go get these rods. Um, the only, in my opinion, I mean, there's a cool shit all over this book, but the coolest thing about this book is the bone whelk. That's Which the is essentially slug. a giant slug with bones on its back that just carries people everywhere. And it emits a scream that attracts frocks and other creatures. And it's adhesive on its body, just glues bones to it. Yes. <laughs> it's just it's just disgusting. It's yeah. wonderful. Yes. Uh, so the fort, the bone whelk's living in the fort, the wreck of this fort. And again, this is one of those moments where there's a lot of fighting in the fort. Hundreds. Hundreds of fights ready to go. So many things happen in the fort, and your goal is basically to get to the bottom, I think. Um, Honestly, um, interesting enough, the fights aren't that hard. No, the not really. probably the hardest part about it. Not a lot, but the, the, the hardest fight is not laughing when you try to input the code into the, the <laughs> safe to get the rods. You get to the bottom of the, of the command deck. You find the vault. It's glued in place, can't be moved, watertight, airtight, impervious to damage, can't lockpick it. It's just a three-number code or three knock spells to open it and get the rods out. One guess on the fucking code. Everybody just said it themselves. I heard you all in the future. Naturally, it's 666. I mean, what else would it be? Which, I can't, well, okay. can't even imagine. Let's, let's read the sentence in the adventure. When the dials are set to 666, parenthesis, 666 in infernal, parenthesis, the safe door unlocks. Why did you write that? Just to make it clear. Why did you Why did you translate it? Listen, D&D has been trying to remove itself from the satanic world for a long time. It's trying to explain itself. Like That's like writing when your character says no, parenthesis, no in yep. French in parentheses. Well, no in Spanish. No, no in Spanish. Thank you. Yes. Like wh- you didn't need to translate that for me. So the dumbest code ever to open up the vault to get the the rods for the solar incendiator lock. Can you imagine if they wrote this adventure in the eighties? There would have been riots in the streets. Riots in the streets. Yes. Books burning. Cats all this and dogs living together. All this talk of devils and deals and like you know turning into a devil. Mo- mothers of all children would have grasped their pearls and fainted. Yeah. So. So you get but, the rods. Blah blah blah. 
take him back to Bell, who's like, LOL, I didn't expect you to do that. Why don't you go take those to Elturel and fuck around with the companion? Because he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't fucking care. He just wanted you to mess around, basically. Um, but I'm pretty sure at that point he says, oh, yeah, the sword's over there. Yes. The bleeding at one point, no matter what way you go, all roads kind of lead to the sword. Although, as if you kept that shield of the hidden lord with the pit fiend inside of it with you, at this point, he'll tell you, you know, you guys don't really need the sword. Why don't yeah. you just, like, go find somebody else super powerful to overthrow Zariel? Yes. I think the sword storyline is the intended storyline. Yes. That's why it has its own chapter. Yes, because you've got to fight your way through another fucking thing, the scab. So, so it's a very short chapter, um, but it's actually got a lot of great shit. You just There's just this oozing giant scab that is forming over the citadel that holds the Sword of Zariel because it's like the last piece of heaven in this world. It's like, um, I think it's a Ghostbusters where the slime is climbing over the buildings. Yeah, Ghostbusters yeah. 2, like, maybe? I think of it more as like in a body. Like This is like a bunch of blood cells attacking like a tumor and just growing around it, trying yeah. to kill it. It's like an infection around a splinter. Yeah. It's disgusting. Oh my God. It's disgusting. The fights in this scab are fucking crazy. I think the best one though is the bloody downpour where there's just three invisible ball gurus that have just ripped into the ceiling. It's raining blood on you. And then they descend upon you and start killing the fuck out of you. You can heal the the world you can prevent that <laughs> you can it's a five uses of healer kit and a dc 15 wisdom medicine save or a cure wound spell yeah so you can literally heal the earth I, earth and air quotes right because you're in hell yeah to like get past that part but there's a yeah. lot of big heavy fighting that happens or you can let some fighting happen in front of you and sneak by it exactly uh, but there's some really big heavy fighting and just to get into the gates of the building where more fiends are waiting they don't attack you right away they're like hey maybe these idiots can open the door and they let you try to open the door yep with the intention of killing you naturally and uh eventually you find your way to croquectoek yes him yenogu's pet who is tightly packed he's stuck he got surrounded by the fleshy membrane and started consuming him not consuming but entrapping him yeah and so a bunch of uh a nephil nephil how do you say nefanshi nefanshi sure um and a shadow demon and dredges. A bunch of people are trying to dig it out so that it can go back to try and find the sword and just eat it. That's its entire purpose. It was sent by Yenagu to find the sword and eat it. But if you free it, it gives up on that and just leaves. Yep. It's like, I've been here for a century. I'm out. It's like, fuck this place. I'm leaving. <laughs> God can suck it. Uh, so, you know, Devil's Demon is trying to, to control it, but it only answers to Yenagu and leaves. Yes. Um, so eventually you have to fight your way past a bunch more demons. It sucks. But you get um, but to that the entrance to the citadel is kind of underwhelming, frankly, because like you can you can open the door and the demons can't enter anyways. Like it's just one of those written in, you know, like uh Duex Machina, oh bad guys can't come through these doors. Yes. But they're gonna try. And they get zapped, like the bug zapper. Yes, and they don't take as much damage. It's only eight d10s, but still. But they can't even enter then. Yeah, like, it doesn't do anything. You to go to enter the citadel. Uh, I think it says do fiends can't enter. Where is it? No, no, yeah, yeah. Um, doors fiends and can't pass through the doorway of the citadel even while the doors are open. Yes, there we go. Which but they is to look in and look at its sword. 
fiends and undead. Yeah, because that's that that's the only thing in the building, really. Yep. Like everything else, who fucking cares? There's a rock with a sword in it. So if Lulu's with you, Lulu remembers some shit. If Lulu died earlier, Lulu's here. I I do think that Lulu is um what's the name of the fairy in Zelda? Uh Navi. Navi. Lulu is Navi. Listen, you know, she just yeah. tells you the things you need to know. Well, no, she tells you what she remembers. There's a couple sections in this book where she leads you astray because she remembers wrong. But there's a bunch of other sections where it says, if the players are having trouble, Lulu remembers something. Yes. Right? So she yes. is very much just a catch-all, keep the guys on track, you know, keep the party moving this direction sort of thing. And she's a challenge rank five, so she has some combat abilities, but don't let her die. Keep her alive. Well, because she'll um, come. She, well, she gets resurrected here, so who fucking cares? Yeah. Um, at this point, you move towards the sword, and a ghost shows up and says, if you want this shit, you're going to have to work for it. Uh, yeah. And you are suddenly, bam, transported into a memory that feels like real life. And uh, you get to go through the battle of, how the fuck do you say it? Idleglen? Idleglen. Idleglen? Yeah. Idleglen? Yeah. I, you, I kept I mean, saying Idleglen. Well, because that's the words, right? It's idyllic glen, right? Yeah. It's like, it's the it's a perfect place. And this is Lulu's memory. Yes. So, right? Lulu's memory? Yes, this is a memory um, of the fall of Idleglen. Um, and uh, it was a place uh, people used to worship Zariel there. That's why Null demons hate it. And so you have to essentially get through the fight. And it's not an easy fucking fight. No, it is not. It, it is, is not an easy so fucking fight. So much. It was like five events. How many events? There is are this? seven. Seven events. First, you get surrounded and attacked by gnolls, which happens no matter what. You can't avoid it. You start there. So you, they start the fight. Then Yanagu's champion, a Merilith, challenging 16, shows up here to kick your fucking ass. That's like a snake demon. It's like a, like a, doesn't a Merilith look like a, like a Medusa snake, doesn't it? Uh, no, it's a six-armed snake lady. Yeah, that sounds about right. It sounds terrible. Yep, <laughs> six-armed snake lady. Perfect. Um, and then... Guards start going crazy. They're just they're covered s- in demon ichor. They're mad now. Yeah, they're insane. Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> and if you kill a guard, lose mind attempts to punish you for killing people that are insane. And you either make a wisdom saving throw or get a level of exhaustion. Fuck Lulu. <laughs> and then there's a calm. Then there's a break. There's a small break. Good break. You get Long an hour. Break. Short rest, right? Yep. As people before, are putting out fires and shit. Before a Bulgara... And five dretches show up along with a knoll pack lord with six knolls. And at the third round of combat, a rock shows up to swoop in and try to kill you. Yeah, if rock's only challenge rating six, you'll be fine. Yeah, so you have, th- <laughs> you have challenge rating five, uh, five challenge rating a quarter, challenge rating six from the rock, uh, two from the knoll pack lord, and six halves from the knolls. I guarantee you, it's at least a hard encounter. It's a hard encounter, but uh, the next event overlaps with that one. Yeah, so as soon as there's only three enemies or after six rounds of combat, Yinagu shows up. Actual the demon, demon lord, lord himself. Challenge rating 24. You might have met him before. In Out of the Abyss. Yep. He's just here. He do- now, he might not notice you. You either might be hiding or you're just not doing anything to draw his attention, in which case he goes and tries to blast the statue. He sees a statue Sorry. of the angel, says, fuck that statue. I hate it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then... The next event begins when uh, either three rounds of combat have gone by with the Demon Lord, if you're still alive. Well done. Well fucking done. Uh, or if you somehow 
got Yinagu to 100 hit points. Uh, I don't think you did, but if you somehow did it, well fucking done. At which point Zariel arrives with Lulu the Holophant in winged mammoth form. And they kick him out, basically. Kick him out. They kick Yinagu out straight through a portal back to hell. Zariel can resurrect three times to bring dead characters back. And she plans at that moment in this memory to go charging into hell. Yes. And, you know, at, in this, asks the players what they would do in her stead and possibly giving them some charms, right? Depending on their answers. Indeed. Uh, but at that Which point... I think is my favorite part of this chapter is that right there. Like, you're getting asked by, at this point, a an angel, you know... I, I'm going to go do some shit that is probably wrong, but I need to stop this. What would you do if you were me? It doesn't really matter what you answer. You get one thing or the other. Were you in my place, would you risk it all to save others? And you could say yes or no. You'll still get a supernatural gift. Um, Don't answer her question with a question. That's the most annoying thing for angels. Angels, they just ignore you. Yes. If you don't answer it all, you get nothing. So you get bamped back to hell at this point, you know, to you, leave. Well, yep. The sword uh, is there waiting for you. I love this sword, right? We've talked a lot about this sword. What does this sword do? A word, it only attunes to people it thinks is worthy, first of all. There are so many words in the description of what this sword is and does. It's not worth it. Important thing to know, though, yes. It only attunes to who it thinks is worthy. No, I'm going to tell you the important things, right? It's Go right ahead. at the top. When you attune to this for the first time, you are transformed into a heavenly, idealized version of yourself, blessed yes. with otherworldly beauty, and you get wings. I feel like we've actually mentioned the sword before. I, I don't know. Remember when, I have no a, idea. I think I've mentioned it before. Or I've talked about it in D&D games before. But probably the important thing to take note is uh, you attune to it immediately. Yeah, it if, chooses to attune to yeah. it. Um, but when you attune to it, uh, well, the citadel and the scab around it explode. <laughs> In blinding rays of light. Yeah. Uh, any creature in the scab takes, takes, you, there's no save, you take 20 D10, 110 radiant damage, and you're hurled 1,000 feet away from the sword. Yeah. So the person that is holding the sword, you're good. The rest of your party might be dead. No, because the, the, the scab takes damage. If you're in the citadel, you're not in the scab. Uh, when? Creature, oh, creatures in the scab. Yes, the creatures inside the, scab, the bleeding ex- citadel are unharmed. Yeah. The citadel and the scab explode, but if you're in the citadel, you're okay. So right. if your friends leave you, you're good. Correct. If any of your party happens to be outside for whatever reason, yeah, kind of like one of those like you don't want to be too close to the buddy when he takes the sword out of stone kind of thing. That's the wrong move. Yeah, you want to be right there next to him. Um, yes. Destruction of the bleeding citadel makes Lulu remember everything, basically. And that's point. The the book just says your party needs to be level thirteen now. Yes, because now you've got a couple things you have to do. One, you either have to free the city. You have to save the city. And you have to get to the material plane. Or maybe you're happy here. Maybe this is home now. Yeah, this is a complicated chapter. So I think we'll instead of you know point by point, we'll just try to summarize the last chapter of the adventure. Mm-hmm. Right, chapter five. You have a couple options, just as you described. But the first one, I think the intended one is... Take the sword to Zeriel and say, listen, you could be an angel again. Planetar. Yeah, you could be a good person again. And you can, if you have if you have allies with you, you can make that charisma check, right? 
Yeah. And you can convince this Lord of Hell to go back to their good ways, free the city, send it back to the material plane, happy ending. Everybody's happy except the plane descends into fucking chaos, worse than it was after you all get the fuck out of there. Crazy things happen when you make a power vacuum. You create a, it's exactly what it is. You create a power vacuum. Avernus descends into the worst chaos like anybody could remember, but you're out of there. What do you care? Yes. That's the ideal happy ending. I think the second tier ending is getting into a fight with Zeriel. Yes. So essentially you didn't redeem her and you didn't make a deal with her. She's coming for you. And she's not to be fucked with, by the way. No, no. You may have her sword, but she is the person. So she's coming to fuck you up. Hopefully you have some big fucking demons that are on your side who want yeah, to beat you her ass. Bell, Gargoth, the Pit Fiend. And the thing with you seven might, consonants in a row. Yeah, you might even have Tiamat on your side. Oh, yeah. That one's dumb. <laughs> well, you, you more likely you have um, Archon, not Tiamat. Archon and but, his team. But, but you might have at some if the dm like worked through side quests and made shit up you might have team out on your side it says, even says in the book so fighting zariel straight on not gonna work you're gonna have to get some help right yeah so that's kind of an unintended way the the, the downside of that fight is you might break the chains that are holding the city but you don't necessarily know how to get the city back to the material plane once you survive yep right you're like i don't really know what to do here the answer is kind of obvious eventually but those are two big problems, right? Free the city. Cool. Okay, we break the chains. We kill the dem- demons. But now it's just floating above the goddamn river. Um, but the third option of all this is that you become a lord of hell. Yeah, you become a servant of Zariel. Right. Like, you Before kneel. your soul. You kneel. Yeah. You, you get badass powers. Lulu doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, Lulu's, Lulu falls. Lulu's, Lulu's a ginnet. Yep. Uh, I think she undergoes long-term madness. Yeah, Natch. Um, and then uh, Zariel takes her sword and just destroys it. Just breaks it and I'm instructs done. people to make a new one. I am I'm past the point. Yeah. So that one's kind of the sad ending, right? That's the dark ending. Yes. But if you happen to, if you happen to get in the fight and win, the adventure really concludes with getting the city back to the material plane. And that's pretty straightforward. That's just open up the ball, open up the companion, and discover that there is an angel inside of it. And after a moment, like, hey, dude, maybe take this city out of here. He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. And that's it. (laughs) You have to somehow guide the city back to the material realm. Yeah, like, hold on. Where's the line? If the companion is shattered or unlocked, the planetar inside is released. Cool, great. If you break the chains, great, awesome. If you ask him to save the city, he takes a brief moment to recover his strength, swoops down to the city, rises to set the earth moat on its broad shoulders, meaning the, the bottom of the city, and literally just flies Elturel out of hell back to the material plane. Yep. It's like, uh, you know, in uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, when Iron Man puts all those jets on the bottom of the island, to let, or whoever puts the jets on the bottom of the island to float it. It's like that. Except it's an fucking angel. Crazy, dude. I know. So this has been a wild fucking ride. Needless to say, you get back. You save the city, right? Uh, Do you? It's hard to tell. Hopefully you save the city. And that's it. 
Like, there's there's really very little conclusion after that. In fact, there's really none. <laughs> like you have to, you as a DM kind of have to make that part up. There's some, there's a little bit of instruction on you know who NPCs are, and what, you know, and getting back to Baldur's Gate, but there's not a lot of conclusion after that. The conclusion is you win. The adventure's concluded. You're level thirteen. I you probably level at that point. Yeah, I, I'd make you fourteen. If I you guess, want to go run through the dungeon of the Mad Mage now? Let's go. Yeah, now you're moving on. Now you're done. Now you did um, it. I love the uh, artwork on D&D Beyond at the end of Chapter 5. It's it, The Blood War looks awesome. The artwork world. for this whole book is incredible. Dude. The stories, the quests, the enemies. This we is barely the gr- touched on 10% Dude, of this Dude, we book. rushed through this. We rushed through this, and we didn't hit everything. A lot of spoilers, obviously in this um but fucking crazy indeed what a what an adventure to end on because it this adventure feels like what we just did it was just a lot so much to go through so it's, hard this is an adventure right i think i think wizards you know after all their writers all their teams were working on a lot of stuff and finally got to this point like we know what we're doing now yes and made this um which is really 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 great yes absolutely um and a lot of great magic items in here to use a lot of great non-magical rewards that are mentioned um cool puzzles cool npcs horrible names though we have not they have not mastered the naming conventions well we just don't know how to speak in infernal that's all there is there's 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 two naming conventions that they are problems that they run into with their naming conventions one is sometimes in older adventures especially, they just steal names from things that are fucking stupid, right? Vis-a-vis Ozymandias, right, in the uh-huh. in the last one. Or... Right, Good. Or they lean into butchered spellings of infernal names, right? Yes. Kotskoskoskoskoskoskoskoskos. Uh, Technically, he's a demon. What did I say? Infernal. I said infernal. Uh, whatever. That'd be abyssal. Yes. In uh, really, those two things make for bad namings um and all demons and devils have horrible fucking names frankly hold on i'm gonna go monsters and i'm just gonna hit um fiend okay alkalith amnizu babao so devils are simple because devils are just whatever they are devil bone devil bearded Bearded devil devil, ice devil yeah chain they are just Devils and and Yugoloths are all Arcanoloth, Yugoloth, Dergoloth. Like they're they're kind of in the middle. Demons are those chaotic fuckers that don't care about names. They just want to eat things. With the exception of Abyssal Chicken, there it is, which is described as tasting like really fatty chicken. Everyone knows. (laughs) Well, everything in the first layer of hell tastes bad. So well, it doesn't say it tastes bad. Just says it tastes like fatty chicken. No, well, no, no. Everything in the first layer of hell tastes bad. It, sa- it says that at the start of the book. Uh, I don't know if that applies to abyssal chickens. Well, maybe not. Well, you can get, like, it's essentially just means anything that you bring with you or anything that you oh, conjure yeah, yeah, sure. tastes terrible. Um, All right. Let's see if you can do this. I, I couldn't. You can go either way, top, bottom, bottom, top. The Order of Devils. Holy fuck. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you, I'm just supposed to try off the top They're of my head? hierarchical ranking. Oh, my God. Your choice. Um, top to bottom or bottom to top? I did top to bottom, and I got through about nine. 
top. You went top to bottom. You went yes. biggest guy at the top. Biggest guys to the smallest. Well, a pit fiend is at the top. So, right, a Balor is the other one. Think about that. Arch devils. Arch oh, devils at the top. Oh, well, Yinagu. So, Yinagu's I can't do this. There's too many. There, there's 18. I got through nine. I have no fucking clue where to even begin. I thought Horn Devils were so much lower than they were. Okay, so what do you want me to do? I mean, just specific people or just like Arch Devils, no, then Pit so, Fiends? So it's Archduke or Archduchess, Duke, Duchess, and then Pit Fiend is okay, 16. Okay. Sorry, Pit Fiend. Pit Fiend into um, Bearded Devils? No. Nope. There nope. You go. No, Bearded Devils are like Challenge Rank 3. They're fucking at the bottom of the pack. Ice Devils. Ice Devils are close, but you're missing one. What am I missing? Horns? And the only reason I knew it was because it comes up in the book a lot. Amnizus. Oh, fuck. that's what that's what Tham with the guy that that betrayed the city. He becomes one if you kill him. Oh, that's Jesus why. Jesus Christ. That's yeah, no way. There's two. I might have. Ice Devil, Narzagon, Aaron. Yes, Horn Devil. I thought Horn Devils were much lower. Orthon, Bone Devil, Chain, Chain Devil, Devil, Barb Devil, Maragon, Bearded Devil, Spine Devil, Imp, Nuparibo. I didn't actually never know what that know what was. That is. It's number two, and, and then, then a Lemure. Lemures, yes. I would never... I Maybe one day in my youth would have been able to name more of those, but no fucking clue now. There's too many. There's so many. Yeah. So I know that was probably a rush crash job through hell, but that's the end of our journey. Uh, an appropriate way to end, I suppose, is going through hell. We, uh, we did it. We did it, sir. We did it, dear listener. You made it. Exactly. That's all we can afford. Um, I know, actually. So at this point, uh, we're gonna do one more episode of the show for the season next week. Um, probably be you know normal length, if not a little shorter. We're just gonna take. We're going to kind of, you know, summarize what we've been through and answer any questions, comments, concerns that have been levied at us over these last few months, which is yes. several. Yes. So if you have something that you want to get into us, question, comment, topic, whatever, now is your moment to shine, sir, madam, or other. Uh, tweet at us, email us, DM Till on Instagram. Um, I will or, get it now. Or send a, uh, a pigeon of some kind along with your baby... Kraken, right? Ooh, 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 if I could get a baby Kraken, that'd be great. And we will wrap up the season like that. So a little later than normal, I think, but still, we I like to we take the summer off. Raise it in so. the lake. I think we'd raise it in the lake. There's several lakes uh, that are options, actually. No, mm -hmm. um, no, I don't think we could. Really? Yeah, I think there's salt water. I mean, there's salt in the water. It's freshwater lakes. There's salt in the water. We yeah, can just I think add Krakens, salt. I think Krakens it's are magic. Fresh. It's magic. What do you fucking say? They can live wherever wants to live. Okay. All right. How appropriate. How appropriate. Uh, make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it. It's available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Feel free to send us topics that you want to hear about at rwdpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to do that ASAP. And as always, we will see you next time. Until then. Bye-bye. Thank you.